This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. everyone this is the evil chocolate cookie bringing you today's edition of the jeopardy chronicles and since it's sunday night it is time for our weekly strategy corner today we're going to talk about answering in the form of a question for some people this is a lot harder than it looks actually i can say from experience that it's a lot harder than it looks on tv um What you'll see a lot of times when people are practicing is that they're so used to it being optional when you're playing along at home that they just don't do it. Well, once you get up there on that stage, not doing it is going to cost you lots and 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 lots of money. In the Jeopardy round, they'll give you an they'll give you credit but remind you to watch your phrasing double jeopardy though ken said all he can do is stare at you for a minute to give you time to correct yourself and then he has to rule against you and final jeopardy yeah you really don't want to screw up there either so here's my advice if you want to practice that It may drive your family and friends nuts, but for a little while, try to answer everyone who asks you a question in the form of a question. Like if someone asks, what are you doing? Respond with, what is trying to take a nap? You may get some weird looks. You may drive your friends and family nutso. But if you get yourself into the habit of answering in the form of a question, it'll be a lot easier on you when you actually have to do it. Another thing you can do is make it not optional when you're playing at home. Which is to say, you can it against yourself if you mess up. So, it's more like the regular game. Because, like I said, if you mess up on that stage, it's going to hurt you. I don't want to put you under any pressure, but it's really going to hurt you if you don't answer right. At least you don't have it as hard as you you would have in the Art Fleming days. Because in the Art Fleming days, it wasn't just what is, or who is, or where is. Um... They would uh, they would give you something like oh let's see um I'm trying to think they would give you something like one thousand six hundred and fifty two and the question you would have to ask would be how many steps to the top of the Eiffel Tower. So yeah, just be glad that you 
don't have to do what you had to do in the Art Fleming days because that was kind of painful. If you wanted to ask, if you wanted to give it in a weird way, as long as it made sense, they would have to take it. But they don't like it very much if someone doesn't phrase it in a concise manner. Um, like one of the one of the things that I saw in an old rerun one time absolutely hurt my head because the answer in and of itself was a question, but they still had to phrase it in the form of a question. And the question was, or the clue was about a PBS Kids game show that ran in the 1990s. And the answer you had to give to get it right was, what is, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? And it just sounded so weird and my brain is like, what? (laughs) Actually, I can tell you where Carmen was the last time we heard anything about her. She was in Argentina. She's probably still there. (laughs) But that's beside the point. I love Carmen, though. Can't help it. But we're not here to talk about her. We're here to talk about answering in the form of a question. So yeah, those are really the best tips I can give you. Just Just get in the habit of doing it. And don't let it be optional if you're playing along in front of the TV. Another thing that can help you, as I've said with a lot of things, is play the Amazon Echo game. Or I think, now there's one on Roku. Although I can't speak to how well it works, I don't have a Roku device to test it with. But that will nag you if you don't answer right. You'll have to put up with Miss Obnoxious, but like I said, it will nag you if you mess up. So you'll learn right really quick to answer in the form of a question. I struggled with that when I first started my training. I would blunder it every single time. And Alex would just, please respond in the form of a question. And I'm like, oh, right. My bad. Sorry. See, I'll have to do a spotlight on the Amazon Echo skill at some point. But just the way it was handled then versus the way it's handled now, you were more likely to get the hint then. Because Alex was just so calm about it. Please respond in the form of a question. And Miss Obnoxious is just piping up like, You need to respond in the form of a question. And she's kind of a pain about it. Just her tone. She's kind of a pain. But... Yeah, that's that's really important to remember to do. So I thought we would dedicate an episode to that. But that's all I have for you today. We'll be back tomorrow with game reactions as per the usual. And we'll be on time every day this week. We may be a little late Saturday depending on how things go for me. Because I've got some stuff I want to do Saturday. If I think we're going to have a problem Saturday, I'll pre-record. As much as I don't want to pre-record Saturdays. Because Saturday is a very special occasion. But if I think we'll have a problem, I'll just have to do it. But from now on, we should be pretty much on time every day. Actually, we're going out a little bit early tonight because... I chose to retire for the day a little early. But 
like I said, that's all I've got to, for the day. Hopefully you'll be able to meet our co-host very, very soon. As soon as people stop making me feel antisocial. And I will see you folks tomorrow. As Alex said, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.